Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about saving time in your business. Now, I definitely think that not just in the online world, but kind of just the world we live in at the moment, there's definitely this sort of obsession with productivity and getting the most out of your time, doing as much as you can in such a short period. Whilst I have to admit that I sometimes fall victim to this, today's episode is all about talking about how I'm actually trying to break that cycle a little bit and trying to be more efficient and trying to be more productive, but not necessarily trying to cram in as much stuff as possible. Because how many times do we catch ourselves saying things like, I don't don't have enough time, I need more time. So in this episode, I want to share with you three ways that I save a lot of time in my business and all the different sort of, I guess, processes and things that I've implemented over the last year to really help me with this. Now, at the time of this recording, it's sort of the beginning of December. I've always found that it starts to feel like a bit of a mad rush. You know, there's that phrase, isn't it, in before Christmas. And I think that we apply it to pretty much everything. So I've had some friends recently who've got lots of things going on with homes or moving home. And the phrase we've been using since summer is, oh, in before Christmas. <laughs> with my business partner over in our in our membership that we run, we've spent the whole of the last term saying things like, oh, well, we'll get it done by Christmas. You know, it'll be published by Christmas. And I think that we just instinctively say these things. It's, it's almost like a, a default habit. And we set Christmas as almost a bit of this arbitrary deadline for ourselves. Now, the problem is with this, though, is that a lot of these things haven't actually happened in between sort of the September period and now. So this is when this mad rush sets in, the panic sets in, we're rushing around trying to get everything done. And we're also promising ourselves that somehow we're going to have a bit of a Christmas break and not work during that time period. Now, I think one of the most important things to do right now is if you're feeling like this, especially is just to hit pause for a moment on all these deadlines that you think you have and just ask yourself, is anyone chasing me for this? Like, does anyone actually need what I feel like I have to do? Do they need it really urgently from me? Or is it something that I could potentially push back and do later in the year? And I think that this really applies if you're in a business or an industry where you're creating content or creating resources for people. And I'm almost touching on a bit of a different topic here that I could, again, do a whole episode about this. But... It's this whole thing of, you know, in our minds, we know all the things that we want to get done. We know this big, huge checklist of stuff that we want to be releasing and helping our clients with. 
But in reality, most of our clients are also probably very busy at this time of year and also themselves aren't totally aware of all these different offers and services, resources, pieces of content. They're not necessarily aware that you are going to be delivering these things to them. So I think it's really interesting just to kind of hit pause right now and actually look at the next couple of weeks and really think about what do I really need to focus on? Is there anything that people are chasing me for? That's going to be the top of my list to get that ticked off and actually everything else could potentially just be spread out over the next few weeks like it doesn't matter if it creeps into January it doesn't have to be done by the end of 2022 and this also got me thinking as well the other day about New Year's resolutions and I found myself Like many people, I am definitely one of the people who set news resolutions. They last a couple of weeks and then I either forget about them, get bored of them or the habit just doesn't stick. And I was thinking a bit about this at the start of December and found myself thinking about, right, 2023, you know, what are my goals? What am I going to do differently? And I thought of all sorts of things for the business, all sorts of things for myself personally. And then I found myself kind of creeping into that feeling of, okay, well, I'll I'll definitely start that in January, but I can't start it now because I'm far too busy. There's far too much stuff going on before Christmas. And in reality, that's total nonsense. Like there is no reason why the things that I want to do in 2023, I can't start doing them now. This is something that I've really tried to implement over the past couple of weeks and would really recommend to you guys to think about this as well. So just silly things like, for example, again, it's so cliche, but one of my big resolutions was do more exercise, go to the gym, go swimming more often. So I thought, you know what, rather than wasting a whole month's membership that I'm paying for and then trying to show up in January, why not just start now? And it has been great, mainly because I think everybody else is off doing things. And I've honestly never seen the gym and swimming pool so quiet before. So in many ways, I'm benefiting from this because I get the nice quiet time. It's not ridiculously busy. And I can sort of get in that good time before the inevitable rush of January. Other things as well is that there are some big changes coming to Love Mondays Club and all my offers of what I'm going to be doing in the new year. And I thought, why sit here and wait until January when I know what I want to do? I know the changes that I want to make. So already in the background, I'm tinkering away, playing around with the website, thinking about the format of this podcast. And this means that from January, I'm literally going to hit the ground running. I'm going to share an episode with you guys and tell you all about sort of the different changes that I'm going to be making. So I won't almost be wasting time now and then trying to get all this stuff done in January when actually inevitably lots more service-based stuff is going to crop up for me and I just know that I'm not going to have perhaps as much time. And also another huge thing that I've done as well is I know that I want more support in my business next year. I know that I want to take things sort of up to the next level and start working with more people and supporting more people. And I also know that I don't want to do that by myself. I don't want to sit here in the four walls of my office on my own. I don't want to use the word struggling, but I don't want to sit here kind of feeling a bit lost and feeling like I'm making slow progress. And I know from experience of this year that working with coaches, working with sort of professionals in in specific niches, they can really help me fast track. Rather than sitting here thinking, oh, well, I, I think I'll find something in January and go from there. I've already found the person I want to work with, paid my deposit, and I know exactly when I'm going to be starting in January. So for me now, starting these resolutions early is making me feel so much more prepared, so much more set up. 
And in many ways, that has reduced a lot of this stress that you feel in this sort of Christmas period sometimes of trying to get everything done or feeling like you're just going to keep pushing everything back until the new year. So I highly recommend, first of all, thinking about those New Year's resolutions and starting them now. You know, there's no time like the present. If you know you want to make the changes, why not do it today? Why do you have to wait a couple of weeks to start them? And this leads me on to talking about my three tips of how to save yourself a bit more time in your business. Because ultimately, if you can claw back a few more hours in your day or in your week and allow yourself a bit more time and freedom to, you know, implement these resolutions or do the things that you really want to do, it's going to make such a a huge difference, not just to your business, but possibly as well to your your happiness, your enjoyment, the kind of fulfillment that you're getting from, from running your own business. My first tip for you, for time saving and I've definitely talked about this before in the podcast and I'm sure I'll definitely talk about it again but it's the power of automations. Now there are so many little different sort of processes in your business that you can be automating at so many different levels as well. Again a whole episode could be dedicated to this but I'm just going to talk about some of the main ones that I have. So Of course, one of the main things is building our audience, building relationships with them and nurturing people when they initially sort of find us and start to learn a bit about us. Like the online space is a really busy world. You know, how many of us have joined groups or started following people on different platforms? And in reality, if we don't see much of their stuff or we don't engage with them, the algorithm thinks we're not interested in it and it kind of takes it away from us. So we don't want that to happen with our clients or potential clients or audience members because we want them to stick around we want them to feel welcomed we want them to learn more about us and ultimately we want them to be more interested in what we can potentially offer them one of the most important things I always have is a welcome sequence now my number one aim most of the time is to get people on my email list because I know that that's one of the most effective forms of marketing and it's a really great way to get me sort of directly into people's inboxes and really sort of sharing personal information with them that they can then go on and learn more about me and sort of how I can help and support them in their businesses. And this also applies for tuition as well on the other side of my business. So from that point of view, I like to share lots of resources with people. I like to sort of give them lots of value and, you know, give them examples of what it would be like to sort of sign up to our club and our membership and all the benefits that they can get from that. So that whole process and sequence for me is automated and I do that by using things like lead magnets which we've talked about before so lead magnets are little kind of freebies or giveaways that people might find really helpful they sign up for it and then in return I get their email address and then they go through these welcome sequences that I have so I know that these are ticking away all the time in the background of my business literally while I'm sleeping it's not something I have to physically do each day And I know as well that people are sort of in my world, learning more about me. I'm getting more visibility in front of them. So that saves me so much time. Another one as well is having automations for things like deadline reminders or updates. When somebody signs up to work with me, they go into a series of lots of different automations. Some of those automations send triggers to me to remind me about certain periods of time that we might have left working together. Others might be sending out requests for feedback from people. Other things could be deadlines. For example, at the moment in this Christmas period, there'll be automations that go out and scheduled in, which sort of remind people of sort of Christmas dates and holidays and all these sorts of things. Now, I don't want to have to wake up in the morning, come to my office, feel like I have a million things to do, feel like I've got to send all these emails on top of everything else that I'm doing. So this kind of takes me on to 
my next point, which is all about time blocking. So don't get me wrong, all of these automations, they do take time to set up, but that time is not wasted time. It's an investment and it's something that really sort of puts those strong foundations in place for me and really helps me. So what I did is in the early stages of my business, I honestly dedicated maybe a week or two to just sitting down and focusing solely on getting all these automations set up. And by doing this, it meant that I could then time block periods. So what I mean by time blocking is that we sit down, look at the calendar and be really specific about what you're going to be doing at what times of the day. Like I will now factor in when I'm going to have lunch, when I'm going to take the dog for a walk, when I'm going to reply to emails, when I'm going to go on social media and do a live. And what I really like about this is in many ways, it makes my calendar look very busy because there's literally back to back things all day, but it gives me a really clear structure. It gives me lots of little mini deadlines. And I know that if I don't tick those tasks off during the day, the next three or four days of the week are also equally as busy and I'm not going to get an opportunity to do it again. So it takes a lot of practice and it does take a lot of discipline, but I think in many ways it removes that kind of panic and it stops that sort of feeling of having to do things last minute. So going back to the automation point, how this really helps is, for example, once or twice a month, I will time block in maybe two hours on a day and it's literally dedicated to email scheduling. So I'll sit there and think, okay, what are all the announcements that I know I'm going to need to give people throughout the month? And then I literally sit there, write out these emails, write out all of these reminders and then schedule them in for different times during the month. So then for the next four weeks, I know that I don't have to worry about reminding people about things. I know that my customers are getting a good service because they're being updated at sort of regular intervals. And then the whole thing just flows so much easier for both me and the clients as well. Another great thing about time blocking from an accountability point of view is that it can really help you with showing up in your business. Now, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast, a lot of people I work with, many people say to me that they don't particularly like social media or when they're first starting their businesses, like showing up and being visible online is one of the biggest challenges for multiple, multiple reasons. But what I found is that having these deadlines and little mini time blocks really holds you accountable. So for example, I know that today, the time of this recording in my diary, I am going to be going live at 2pm because I've blocked it in and I'm not going to have enough time to do it in the rest of the afternoon. And that's really helpful for me as well, because it means that I don't get distracted. I don't delay things and it really helps me to stay consistent. So if social media in particular is one of the sort of parts of your business that you find challenging or you feel like you're a bit inconsistent with it and you know that you need to be showing up more, because ultimately that is so important. Like we do need to be showing up for our audiences all the time. need to be there, be visible and be helping and supporting them. So time blocking is hopefully going to be something that can really help you and support you with that. And also as well, setting that little 15 minutes to write a post or half an hour to maybe write a post and do a live. Again, having that little bit of time pressure, that little bit of a slight stress of a deadline behind it can also be really motivating and help you come up with ideas. Whereas like all these things, if we wake up in the morning thinking, right, I know I need to post something today, but you've got the whole day to do it, it will take you the whole day. And then before you know it, it's eight, nine o'clock. You still maybe don't feel very inspired. You feel like, oh, it's too late now. There's no point doing it. 
and another day might roll past that you don't quite achieve that goal that you have. So yes, that's why time blocking can really help you. One of the last things that I've been doing, and I found this really difficult, but really helpful and really important, is to stop over-promising to get things done sooner than it is possible. It surprises me to admit this because I, I I, guess up until a year or two ago, I wouldn't have really recognised this, but I definitely have a lot of people-pleasing tendencies. And I often find myself or catch myself saying to people, oh yes, I'll get that done, you know, tomorrow. And then there's a voice in the back of my head saying, no, you won't because you've got a million other things to do. Like, when are you going to find the time to do this? <laughs> So for me, it always came from a good place. You know, I wanted to offer a good service. I wanted to be helpful. But in reality, I was creating huge backlogs for myself and sort of doubling up on my workload. And ultimately, that is going to cause nothing but stress. It's going to mean that maybe you know, you don't get the opportunity to do the work in the way that you would want to. And it all becomes a bit of a spiral. So Something that I found as well is that I always used to feel like, you know, well, if I don't, if I don't promise to do it sort of straight away, then people are going to, you know, be disappointed. Over the past few months, I've been very intentional about giving people specific dates and spreading out time periods. So as an example for you, inside our membership for our tuition, we do assessments. And at the end of the sort of assessment period, and they've all been submitted, there is a lot of work to do. There's a lot of marking, there's a lot of feedback to give. Now, a year ago, there would have been a big part of me that was like, okay, well, I've got time in the Christmas holidays. Um, I'm maybe not necessarily doing much teaching then. So I'm going to do all the marking then. I'm going to get it all done. And I'd be telling people, yes, you'll have it by the 1st of January. It'll all be ready for you. Now, in reality, I want to have time off over Christmas. And actually, all of my clients are also going to be having a break and maybe seeing their families and you know, having their own sort of festive time period. What I found is in the past, I would be working so hard getting all of this stuff done, sending all the feedback, and then either A, not really getting a response from people in reply to it, which, you know, could be a little bit frustrating. But also as well, I found that people didn't really respond for a couple of weeks anyway during that sort of Christmas period or time break. So what we've done now is very strictly implemented deadlines and we've told people, you know, this is when things need to be handed in by and then we've said to them like we're not doing any marking during that period and then once everything's submitted we've then given them a really clear time period of like a week or two and a deadline saying you will receive your feedback by x date so that gives us a bit of like leeway of of sort of doing the marking and finishing it all off and again that has been so good for like spreading out the work not getting stressed and actually again I'm in a much happier place delivering a much better service and my clients are kind of none the wiser because they've been given the deadline, the the expectations have been set, they know when they're going to be getting that feedback and ultimately everybody is happy and it definitely saves me a lot of time in the sense that I'm not then having to cram everything into a small period. Just a quick recap. The three main tips that we've talked about here to help you saving time is automating as many things as you can in your business, like investing that time in the beginning so that things are a lot easier for you in the future. Time blocking then ties into that really nicely because once you've got your processes set up, then all you need to do is dedicate a few hours here and there a week to just keeping those systems going, feeding into them. And then finally, 
not overpromising and committing to getting things done sooner than what is actually physically possible for you. Like again, I always try and remind people this, like it's your business, it's your time, you get to choose these things. So a little takeaway from today, if you're sitting here thinking, okay, yes, I definitely feel like I could get some more time back in my business. I know that I often use the phrase, I don't have enough time, I need more time. What I'd really recommend doing is just trying to pay attention, like almost doing a bit of an audit of your day or your week. So at the end of the day, maybe sitting down and thinking, okay, what have I done today? Like, what did I spend my time doing? And what are you also really spending the most time on in your business? It might surprise you sort of where most of your efforts are going. And this is also going to be really powerful for you in the sense of like, are you focusing more on the behind the scenes stuff of your business that actually in reality is important for the day-to-day running, but isn't necessarily making you any money? And I think it's really interesting to kind of break up the tasks in your business into what's like a money-making activity so what's getting you out there getting you seen helping you to get more clients and what's actually more background work that sort of happens behind the scenes that again like we say it helps with customer experiences it helps with the running of your business but actually that's the kind of zone that we often sit in during the day because it's comfortable, it sometimes tends to be a little bit easier, but it's not necessarily moving the needle in our business. And I also really highly recommend that you experiment with time blocking and just see what comes up for you. See how easy you find it to kind of stick to these schedules and stick to these deadlines and just have a look at your productivity as well. And that sense of achievement hopefully that you're going to get at the end of the day from sort of getting things really ticked off the list. Like I say, these things take practice, they take discipline. I am still a work in progress with all of this stuff, but it has made huge differences to me, even in the past sort of half a year, I'd say that I've been trying to do it a lot more. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode and I look forward to speaking with you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.